This is Annie Stevens-Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. This is the Holy Eucharist Rite 2 with Baptism for October 16th, 
Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Church Welcome of the Redeemer. To of the it's Redeemer. such a joy to it's be, a, a joy to have, be the opportunity, have the opportunity to be together, to worship together. Uh, to be here with you. I want to say a special welcome to those of you who are joining us for the first time and those who are joining for the first time in a long time. It is a special joy to be with you today. You are so very welcome here. And I want to say a special welcome to those who are joining us on the live stream. Good morning. It's, I'm glad you have the opportunity to be with us as well. I hope that you will get to know us a little bit better. Uh, you can find us at Church of the Redeemer. What are we at? That's not right. What are we at? Redeemer-Cincy. I've been doing this for two years. I should know the name of our website. Redeemer-Cincy.org. That's Redeemer-Cincy with a Y.org. You can click on the About tab and, and uh, learn more about us, and, and you can contact us, and we can learn more about you. Uh, children in our worship service will begin Children's Liturgy in the chapel this morning. If children want to go to uh, Children's Liturgy, uh, they're welcome to be in the chapel if they'd like, or they can be right here in this space. Either way, we do have a baptism today, and everyone will be back in time for us to... Uh, to watch the baptism together. But if you uh, ha are a child and you haven't headed over to the chapel yet and you want to, you're welcome to go now. And we will bring you back in time to be a part of things when we baptize our children this morning. That's one of my announcements that we do have the opportunity to baptize our two newest members of this church, Charlotte Ray and Jackson Michael Mancarelli, children of Ashley and Eric. Uh, they will be joining us through the sacrament of holy baptism this morning. I'm so grateful that they're all here and that their family's here to support them, a beautiful day. Um, I have a couple more announcements I want to make. Uh, we, are, uh, we continue to be in the midst of developing our worship life together uh, in Church of the Redeemer, especially in the aftermath of the pandemic. We've, we've come together in new ways and we're experiencing worship in different ways. We continue to develop that worship. The, the work of liturgy is ongoing. Our next step in that is we're going to be forming some small groups uh, to examine the liturgical life of our communities. Um, if you are feeling called to this ministry, uh, make sure you check out the post in this week's e-news that's titled Stewardship of Worship, and you can apply online to be a part of one of those small groups if you feel so called. Uh, otherwise, stay tuned. I also want to invite you to our Episcopal 101 class, which will be immediately following this service in the parlor. You have two opportunities to connect with folks after the service. You can hang out in the uh, Great Hall for some coffee in our coffee hour and just socialize and be in an unstructured way, or you can join us in the parlor for our Episcopal 101 class. Uh, this is a class that is designed both for people who are new to the church and for people who have been here for a while, and we have a wonderful mix. So if you're checking us out, come join us for that, or if you've been here for a while, you wanna join us today. We're very fortunate to have our very own Annie Stevens-Gleason and Christine Andrew. They're gonna be discussing the importance of shared worship in a class called Praying Shapes Believing. That's what we're gonna be talking about today. So please join us for that. All of the information that I've told you today is available on our Church of the Redeemer app. I'm reading these announcements off of that app. Do you have it yet? If you do, do good work. If you don't and you'd like to get the app on your phone, you can go, you can go to your uh, phone's app store and just search Redeemer Cincy with a Y. If you need any help with that, let me know. I'm not a super expert, but I could probably help you find it on your phone. Uh, our music minister, Brett, has an announcement for us today, too, so I'm going to hand things over to Brett. So since we are, we've made it successfully through the pandemic, and you are, I guess this has never been explicitly stated, but you are now allowed to sing as a congregation. <laughs> Yay, you are encouraged to sing as a congregation. So um, our focus this Fall has been hymns that I know are familiar to the parish. So 
It doesn't matter your quality of voice. Let us make a joyful noise unto the Lord and participate in the singing life of our church. As part of that, this Sunday, this service, we're going to try something a little different for our gospel hymn, which is Amazing Grace, which I know that all of you know, so there's no excuse. Michael's going to play the introduction, and then he's going to drop out. So it'll be you and the choir. We will sing Amazing Grace unaccompanied, the first two verses before the gospel reading and the third verse after. And I'll be listening very carefully. So I hope to hear many, many joyful voices singing back to us as part of the gospel hymn. I just wanted to give you a heads up so you don't freak out if the organ disappears. That is intentional. And I look forward to sharing this wonderful song with you this Sunday. Thank you. Thank you, Brett. And uh, with that, we begin our worship. I invite you all please to stand.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There is one body and one spirit. There is one hope in God's all to us. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, in Christ you have revealed your glory among the nations. Preserve the works of your mercy, that your church throughout the world may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. I invite you please to be seated. A reading from the book of Genesis. The same night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maids, and his 11 children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, you shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. The word of the Lord.
A reading from St. Paul's second letter to Timothy. As for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message. Be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to myths. As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, carry out your mission fully. The word of the Lord.
open our minds, warm our hearts, but also bend our wills, for we seek to hear your word. Amen. A few years ago, when we first moved to Cincinnati, some of our friends from back home came for a long visit. Their children are the same age as ours. We've known them their entire lives. I met their mom, actually, at a breastfeeding support group, which is part therapy, part medical training, and part social networking for new parents. Because when you're stuck at home with a newborn for several months, you're always an hour late to everything, and you're constantly covered in mysterious liquids, and your friend group can get pretty small and selective. I met my friend Marjorie in this weird gathering and I remember the first time we played together, and I remember the first time we prayed together. It went a little something like this. Oh, thank God, that strange lady who always wears red for some reason brought snacks to the shindig. Yes, I'm starving. Food, as it turns out, is one of those things that often elicits prayer between strangers and friends. And aside from praying some short, prescripted verses over meals at dinner parties, I can't think of many times when my friend and I prayed together and realized that we were praying. But several years into our friendship, when they came to stay for the weekend, the opportunity for intercession arose in the form of bedtime prayers, another classic in the repertoire of, here I am, praying some prayers. <laughs> Meals and bedtime seem a pretty normal time to pray for us churchy people. Since they're Lutheran and we're Episcopalian, we picked something we thought the kids might all know, something Jesus taught us. Our Mother, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. All the kids joined in. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Here comes the food part. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, sins, debts, all that bad stuff as we forgive those who trespass against us. They were really on a roll by this point. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from emails. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Marjorie and I looked at each other and giggled a bit and silently decided 
not to correct him. Emails, after all, had recently become the bane of my existence. And with his words, the mundane had become sacred. The reality of life had become a prayer. As I look back over the many years of our friendship, I realize we've actually been praying together all along. For companionship, for sleep between feedings, for kindness, for non-judgment, for, for guidance, for strength, and for liberation for breaking the mold on what it means to be a mom. Looking to Jesus' parable today, I'm struck by the reality that if we are to pray always, as Jesus asks, then we need to allow everything to become a prayer. I heard a wise person once say that every prayer we pray is either us saying, thank you, thank you, or help me, help me. I know all of you can think of times in your life when you cried out to God, help me, help me. And I know, too, that in the good times, you have taken the opportunity to say, thank you, thank you. And even still, I meet people all the time that tell me, I don't know how to pray. I'm not good at that. You do it. You're the priest. You do it. I'm going to teach you right now the easiest prayer that ever was. You ready? That's it. That's, that's a prayer. Want to try it? Ready? When you feel like you've mastered that one, go on to thank you, thank you, or help me, help me. If you're looking for some eloquent prescripted prayers, there's a collect for that. It begins on page 810 of the BCP. And if you really want to master prayer, go to Episcopal 101 today, as that is the topic of conversation. But the reality is that all you really need to be able to pray is the recognition that you are already praying. Every time you forgive someone, every time you share love with your neighbor, every time you ask for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. If you pray like this, everything can be a prayer. Recycling can be a prayer for the planet. Protest can be a prayer 
for equity. Voting can be a prayer for representation. Tutoring a child can be a prayer for the future. Laughing can be a prayer for release. Resistance can be a prayer for agency. Building affordable housing can be a prayer to end homelessness. Singing can be a prayer for joy. And baptism can be a prayer for a bigger family. Sharing a meal can be a prayer for communion. You can pray with your feet. You can pray with your money. And you can pray with your voice. That's what the widow in our story does today. She raises her voice against an unjust system of oppression that seeks to stifle her prayer for freedom by ignoring her requests. With persistent prayer, she cries out, grant me justice. Again and again, grant me justice. And she is over and over again denied. The gospel says that for quite some time, the judge refuses her. It would have been so easy, I think, for her to give up hope. For her to cease from praying. For her to quit believing that things could be different. For her to let go of all hope and tell herself, well, I guess that's just the way things are now. I get that. I know you do. I've given up on the world before. I think I did it just a couple of weeks ago. And that's why Jesus tells us also to not lose heart. Pray always and do not lose heart. The persistent widow becomes a model for the church today. Quite literally. If we think of the church as Christ's loving companion on earth, then when Jesus was raised and ascended into heaven, no longer with us incarnate, then we, as God's people, were left, left widowed. So what will we do with our lives here and now? Will we accept rejection and oppression? Will we sit in silence and become complacent in our idleness? Or will we pray? Will we lift our voice for people on the margins? Will we use our hands to build a brighter future? Will we wrestle and strive and stand up against hate and fear and exclusion? Will we pray always 
and always pray. Persistence is paramount in the parable we are given today. We are told not to give up, to keep agitating systems of oppression, to keep speaking up for what is right and good and loving and kind, to deliver us from evil and emails and from our trespasses, to feed us with the bread we need for today so that we can have bread in excess, ensuring that no one goes hungry until earth is as it is in heaven. This will be our relentless prayer. God, help us. Help us make this world good and loving and just. And thank you, thank you, for the blessings you have set before us. Your church is a mighty widow indeed. Now watch how we can pray. Amen. All right. Yeah, come on up. You're doing great. <laughs> you guys want to come up and see? Come on up. You can come up. You'll be my own. Yeah, you want to come up? James, come on up. Yeah. That's great. Come on up. There you go. How about you come right over here? Sarah and Calvin, right here. Perfect. Now you can see perfect. You'll be perfect. All right. Are you all ready? Are you ready? All right. Here we go. The candidates for holy baptism will now be presented. We present Charlotte Ray and Jackson Michael to receive the sacrament of baptism. Will you be responsible for seeing that the child you present is brought up in the Christian faith and life? Will you, by your prayers and witness, help these children to grow into the full stature of Christ? Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? I do. do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? I 
Do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? Will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support these children in their life in Christ? We will. Then I invite you please to stand. I know she does. Let us join with these who are committing themselves to Christ and renew our own baptismal covenant. Do you believe in God the Father? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? Do you Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in the prayers? I will in God's Will you persevere in resisting evil, and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Let us now pray for Charlotte Ray and Jackson Michael, who are to receive the sacrament of new birth. Deliver them, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, Open their hearts to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill them with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep them in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach them to love others in the power of the Spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send them into the world and witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring them to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. The Lord be... Oh, hold on. Everybody, please be seated. I want you to be able to see the baptism when the time comes. Great. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death 
By it, we share in his resurrection. Through it, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water. By the power of your Holy Spirit, we pray you, that those who here are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory now and forever. Amen. Charlotte, come on. It's time. You want to see? Yeah. Charlotte Ray, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Charlotte, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. You got that one. You want to baptize? I mean, you're holding them. No? Yeah. All right. Here you go. All right. Come here, you. Your turn, man. Yeah, you want to do that? Check it out. Yeah? Yeah. Jackson, Michael, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jackson, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. Amen. All right. Oh, wait. Calvin, I need that. Thank you so much. I don't know all my lines. Yeah, you did great. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit you have bestowed upon these your servants the forgiveness of sin and have raised them to the new life of grace. Sustain them, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give them an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Let us welcome the newly baptized. We receive you into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified. Proclaim his resurrection and share with us in his eternal priesthood. Let us welcome these two into our church life. Almost, almost. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Peace be with you. Peace. Calvin, you did so good. Thank you so much. Peace be with you. Good work. Thank you so much for standing up for these kids. Peace be with you. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you so much. I know. It's amazing, huh? Peace. Oh, there's a...
Friends, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because in Jesus Christ our Lord you have received us as your sons and daughters, made us citizens of your kingdom, and given us the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. Therefore we praise you joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name.
We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you have made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your word spoken through the prophets, and above all, in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country, where with all your saints we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let's the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and the love of God, and of God's Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.